Hello and welcome to the Brussels to Beijing policy podcast from Platz. I'm Siobhan Hall, Platz's expert on European Union energy policy in Brussels, and I'm joined from London by European Gas Markets team leader Reginald Ajournuma and LNG managing editor Desmond Wong. Now, what does Leonardo DiCaprio's hit new movie The Revenant and the EU's latest gas policy initiative have in common? Well, they're both all about bears and surviving a crisis. Reg, tell us more. Yes, this is the European Commission's new gas supply security package, which is basically about making sure Europe could cope with a massive interruption of Russian gas supplies. Although the Commission is careful not to put it like that. Yes. Now the Commission doesn't want to bait the Russian bear, but it doesn't want to just roll over and accept Russia as a dominant gas supplier anymore. Either. So, so what's the plan, Des? Well, basically, it's more cooperation before and during a crisis, more transparency on gas contracts and energy agreements with external suppliers like Russia, and more efforts to ensure all EU countries have access to LNG in one way or the other. Right. So, Reg, first things first, does the EU have a gas supply security problem? No, not from a market perspective. The market is well supplied. Prices are relatively low. There's no obvious security premium. This is more about insurance. The Commission wants more optionality in the market, more options to buy gas from different sources when needed. And if anything, the gas industry is more worried about demand security. I mean, does Europe still want to use gas long term, given the push to cut emissions and move away from fossil fuels?、Uh, who knows? Well, the Commission does have some comfort on this for the industry. Here's the EU Climate Action and Energy Commissioner Miguel Arias Gañete talking about the role of gas to at least 2030. Even if we meet ambitious targets on greenhouse gas emissions and renewables and energy efficiency, we will still need a substantial amount of gas. And mainly because European Union gas production is declining, so we will need imports. So. The Commission thinks EU gas demand in 2030 will be around the same as today, somewhere between 380 and 450 billion cubic meters. But we're going to need more imports, and the Commission wants to spread the love here beyond Russia, which is our current biggest supplier. So, Des, is this a good time to be buying LNG? Well, absolutely. It's a bear market out there. I mean, we've seen a massive oversupply developing over the next five years, and sellers are desperate to find a home for their LNG. And it's a great time to be negotiating LNG contracts and hopping onto this new optionality to increase access to international markets. Yes, we've seen this in Lithuania with its new floating LNG terminal, and in Poland and Croatia, where they're also planning new LNG terminals. Right, but. The EU already has way more LNG import capacity than it actually uses. Does it make sense to build even more? Well, not in Western Europe, but in Eastern Europe, where most countries depend heavily on Russia's Gazprom for their supply of gas. New terminals there can be more easily justified on secure supply grounds. But yeah, that all comes with a cost, and you need a coastline too. Right. So the EU is shouldering some of that cost. By helping to fund some of those Eastern European projects, and it was Eastern Europe that suffered most during the 2009 crisis. I mean, that's when a dispute between Russia and Ukraine saw the region lose its Russian gas supplies for several weeks. And that crisis revealed how difficult it was for those countries to access alternative supplies, and that's what made the EU adopt its first set of gas supply security rules in 2010. 
Yes, so they're pushing a new package for even more gas links and even more two-way flow options on pipelines is good. It will help gas flow to where it's needed based on prices, not politics. But can we really rely on energy in a crisis? I mean, it's a global market. What if another region has a supply crisis at the same time we do? Uh, well, that is a fair point. Most of the U.S. LNG deals to France at the moment, for example, are for non-committed deliveries, which means if the global supply and demand balance changes, then the LNG could be headed for a different market away from Europe. But if our supply crisis was worse, we'd be willing to pay higher prices to cover the shortage. So the LNG should still come to us. It would just be more expensive. And we'd only pay those higher prices if it was worth our while. The higher prices would also dampen demand. And in the meantime, countries such as Lithuania have access to LNG, in this case from Norway, to negotiate better deals with their former monopoly supplier, Gazprom. And Lithuania then went on to negotiate a better deal with Norway's Statoil when it decided to buy more volumes. So there could be savings there to offset some of the costs of accessing LNG, both now and during a crisis. OK, well, it sounds like LNG is a good bet. But how long would this glut last? And what happens if oil prices go up again? Well, at the moment, from a purely fundamental supply and demand perspective, we're looking at an oversupply situation for LNG around for the next decade, 2020 or so, give or take a few years. And by the time that ends, the EU will have started importing gas from the Caspian region and possibly also the East Mediterranean. So then there will be new alternatives to compete with Russian gas. And most LNG contracts, as we know, are are linked to oil prices. And, you know, so are most uh, Russian gas supply contracts. So changes in the oil price shouldn't change their relative market value much. However, oil prices rising would only help U.S. exports as their prices are determined by Henry Hub levels and not crude. Right. So is it LNG to the rescue? Well, yes, but not because of EU policy, not in Western Europe anyway. Well, you'll need a policy push to get the LNG into Eastern Europe, though, and the Commission's new gas package should help with that. Right. So, there we have it. More LNG is coming to Europe, and the Commission wants to make sure all of Europe benefits from it. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for listening, and tune in next month for more Platt's Perspectives on Policy.